Welcome back to Keeping It Real. I'm your host, Ed Smith, and in today's episode, I was joined by Litzy and Harvey, and we had an amazing conversation about beauty school and then um, clothing class and what it was like in high school, and then we uh, talked about Litzy's family journey into America, and then we got a little bit into religion and spirituality. It was a great conversation. I had an awesome time. Tune in and enjoy it. Yeah, I've I've been working since I was fourteen at Acapulco's in Sudbury, and that's just like something I just kept over, graduating and taking a gap year. Yeah. 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 How about you? I haven't been working. No. Well, I was working before like the whole virus thing happened, and then I stopped working. I got started getting unemployment, and I was like, "There's no point. I'm going back right now." Especially, my dad was like, "It's not worth it going back." Especially since you're getting like the same amount on unemployment, the same amount that I would have got like working. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm not working right now. I'm just doing stuff for like other people. I'm like editing videos for other people. Oh, that's dope. So yeah. Who do you edit videos for? B Jennings. Oh, so you know B Jennings. Just <laughs> <laughs> on his uh, Snapchat, he just posted something about um, like photography editing. Yeah. Do you do that for him? No. So he does like the photography. He wants someone to do like he wants to expand more into like video now yeah. so he's like i need an editor because you know he knows that like i do my own youtube so he was like yeah like hit me up and i'll pay you and i was like oh shit okay. that's fire so yeah wait what do you do on youtube i just do like my i don't like upload like regular youtube videos i just upload like shit that i want to see like uh-huh. I, sh- I i make like my own shows basically yeah and then i record it with my friends what are they like skits yeah like i'll do like Fake, like there's a fake reality show one that I did. Oh, so I like just got a bunch of friends together and we were like, let's like make fun of a reality show basically because I thought it was so funny. That's awesome. So we just like it's just a bunch of fun. Like we just like get on camera and we just improvise, I guess. That's awesome. <laughs> That's mad fun. Yeah. Are you a part of those? Yeah. Well, more like a ba- behind the scenes type of stuff. And yeah. like I'm in a few of his vlogs, but I'm not much of an actor myself. So <laughs> like I can't really do that. I get shy. Yeah. Behind the camera. Well, in front of the that. camera. Yeah. That's that's why I'm not like I've, I've been so hesitant to expand to YouTube because mm-hmm. mad people have been like you gotta put it up on YouTube. Yeah, you should do like you should do like videos and po- like you should have upload like a podcast and, and then, then you should the have video. like a video yeah. of you guys like talking. I, the only thing with me is um, I wanna just use my camera, but I would like to use the audio from the mic, but I don't yeah. know how I'd line up the video audio or the video without the audio from the video. You know what I'm saying? Like how yeah. I line it up. Do you have like any editing programs? Uh, I have one, but it was free and it's kind of jank because I use it for a class project and it would not process the YouTube video. Oh, I see. But I think I'd have to pay for one and then. Um, or if anything, honestly, like since I'm doing like stuff for YouTube videos for other people, I can help you too. Like that, I can do like your videos because be I have fun. cameras too. And then like you work, you have this like recorded on there. Yeah. So yeah, and then you'll just like sync it up. Like it's not like too hard over like a editing software hmm. yeah uh 
been hesitant to do it too because like I don't know I don't know why I have like because of the acting aspect of it you know what I'm saying like yeah. I'm always like whiskey out there but I'm a little shy with the face but yeah. I mean I'm gonna have to eventually no, yeah. people are like that's the next step you know like, yeah no, just yeah. like you should just keep doing this for now then and like when you decide to like want to expand like a larger nah, audience it, or something no yeah it's just... I definitely have to <laughs> I saw something at Target like and it literally was perfect it was a ring light with a phone stand and then it came with a yep. mic with it and I was like I might have to cop one of those and just start making whatever I can out of that yeah, yeah. you can just record yourself too like what what software do you use for videos I use Final Cut Pro Final Cut what kind of computer you got a Mac like a little like MacBook is that a Apple mm -hmm. software like an, an Apple software yeah so does that would that Wait, what is it called again? Video? Final Cut Pro. Final, would that run on like a Microsoft computer? No. Yeah, yeah I, I have like... some research, honestly. Yeah. I have like... There's like Premiere and stuff that you could use on there. Yeah. Like Adobe. Are those paid programs? Yeah, but you could get them for free. Really? 100%, yeah. Right. I got them for free, so... Word. I, yeah, I definitely have to look into that. And I'm going to school this Saturday. Yeah. So, and I have it a single, so I'm going to try to set that up as like a studio oh, type yeah. thing. That'd be and sick. Then, uh, yeah, I think a video will come very soon after that. But uh, since it's been here and since I've been like moving around, a lot of them I've been doing at people's houses, which I thought was just fun. And mm -hmm. um, but like it would have been difficult to like set up a camera with that. So I'm just making oh, excuses. Yeah. I don't no, but <laughs> no, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's cool. Yeah, we'll see. That it definitely will happen, and a lot of people have been asking for it. It's funny. A lot of people like watching podcasts. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm more of a visual learner, so it's, like, cool to watch them, like, talk to each other. Yeah. What other podcasts do you watch? So, like, I watch, um, you know, Zane, that kid from, I mean, the guy from Vlog Squad. Yeah. Like, I, like, I listen into those, and, like, because my brother listens to those, and then I listen to, actually, like, Drag Queen podcast, like, uh, what's that one with the... I do, too. Bob the Drag Queen? Yeah, Sibling Rivalry. Sibling Rivalry, and, like, Willem in, like, Alaska. They're pretty cool. They're, like, drag queens. I listen to those to go to sleep. Like, I'll, like, put on a really? podcast to just, like, listen, and it gets my brain going, and then, like, I'll fall asleep. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. When I listen to podcasts, I get so wrapped up into them that I, I feel like I wouldn't be able to sleep to them. But um, I think I've heard of those drag queens because I watch a lot of drag shows with my sister. What, do Maybe? you watch RuPaul? Drag? Yeah, I've seen oh so my many God. RuPaul's. That's the best. Um, well, there was... Freck. I don't know if it was like a documentary series or something, but it was one of them who was going on tour and stuff like that a lot. Yeah. And, um, there's she like work the world the scenes and stuff like that yeah which one was that there's like there's work the world where like they they're on tour and it's just like it's basically what you said like it's a documentary of each like cast member basically and it's like they kind of roll together right yeah it's like group type of thing jesus voice it's crazy voice <laughs> <laughs> guy 19 years old but um yeah that's awesome uh, I ever since I started a podcast, I haven't watched or listened to any of them though. Like it's really? not even like I haven't found the time or anything. Like I've just gotten so much more into music now than podcasts. Like before, all of this, I really would find myself like thinking over music and just listening to the beats and stuff. But now, like that, I try to live in the moment more and stuff like that. Uh, I listen to the music, like the words, and I found a lot. Like, I, the music I used to like, I don't like any of it now. Like, I switched over to Spotify and yeah. did not re-download anything from <laughs> Apple. But, like, Spotify is dope because it was oh, just yeah. so I love Spotify. I hate Apple. Well, like, I use Apple Music because, like, my brother gave it to us for Christmas. But, like, I miss Spotify so much because, like, it just plays your, like, after your playlists are over, 
it just like gives you suggestions and I hate how Apple Music doesn't do that. Yeah, my sister said, some, said something about Apple Music, you could set it up for like weekly suggestions, but I don't even know how that works. Spotify just makes it too easy. Like, yeah. Too easy to find good music. It's really good, yeah. You can play radios too. It's like mm -hmm. almost like Pandora built in. It's like, yeah, and I love it has Pandora. podcasts now. Yep. And yeah. everyone's going to be switching over to that because they're not going to censor things, which is dope. But, um... You Are you going to, like, start uploading on... You think you can upload on Spotify? Yeah, I already do. I'll get you. You can, up, like, if you want to make money, you could upload it and not get censored, but I'm not really trying to make money off this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you could just post it on any platform. Like, I use uh, Podbean, which is, like, a podcast host. Mm. So, the equivalent in terms of, like, music would be, um... Frick, what was it called? Felipe and... Chucho, we're talking about it. I forget what it was called, but it's like a plat. It's basically you get a platform that you can post the music on, and you post it on there, and then they can distribute it for you. Like you don't have to. Because what I did wrong is I used the free trial on Podbean when I first did my podcast, and then I applied to Apple Music on my own. Like the whole process, like sending in videos with transcripts and like um, like what it's all about and stuff like that. Like you had to do a bunch of written parts, but with Podbean you can literally like fill it like kind of like a resume type thing and then just send it out and they'll distribute it for you which is sick that's interesting that's yeah actually cool. but yeah you gotta pay for that but it's yeah, worth yeah. it 100 percent worth it yeah i remember like i listened to a part of chicho's podcast yeah and i remember him talking about that he was like talking about how, like you could pay like a certain amount or another amount and like it's just better to pay the other amount or something like that yeah don't quote me on that but like <laughs> i think i remember that but, uh, so you said you haven't been doing much since uh, high school has been over no i like I was like, okay, like, I'll just take the fall semester off, and then I'll just go into beauty school, but then, like, then I started looking into, like, the cosmetology, because I was going to go to Empire Beauty in Boston, and then I started, like, looking into their program, like, reading the brochures, like, actually, like, looking at my course, and, like, I really thought about it. The only thing I would really, like, take out of that would be, like, I'm, I'd rather be more focused on the color bar, which is, like, dyeing people's hair, mm -hmm. and, like, learning how to bleach and stuff. But I don't like the aspect of cutting hair. Like, because, like, one snippet and it's, like, gone. And, like, with hair dyeing, like, you could always just dye it black. Or, like, I mean... There's You're scared people... to make the mistake. Yeah, exactly. Like, I get really anxious just thinking about, like, how, like messing someone's hair cut up and, like, getting sued or something, you know? Really? Yeah, and, like... Is that a big problem in that industry? Like, you could get in trouble for screwing hair cut up? I mean, there's Karens that will, like, make your life a miser misery. Yeah. But, like, I mean... I don't know if they'll sue me, but like, or like they'll sue people, but like that's Just what I think. Pay, yeah. yeah. So wait, what have you been doing lately? Like, looking besides beauty school. Like, well, like, in well, I want to be in the beauty, like cosmetic and like health, like aspect of it. Like, I want instead of like, cause like I was looking at my other options and like, I could also go to esthetician school, which is, I would learn how to do facials, how to do, like, microblading on the eyebrows, which is, like, tattooing, but, like, not as harsh. Uh -huh. And then, like, um, just, like, beauty stuff, because, like, that's what I've grown up around, basically, like, my whole life, because, like, my eldest brother is a makeup artist, and, like, I, like, grew up around, like, he, ra he like, raised me and my siblings, so, like, it's just so always something that I've been around so like it's always something that I've known I wanted to do because it's always interested me yeah and like I think like like going into the beauty like like going into the beauty industry like it's good because then I could you know like me and him could potentially like open up a business like 
Like, Does I'll... he not have a business now? He works for someone else? <clears throat> well, he used to work for MAC Cosmetics, but because of the whole virus thing, he just um, decided to leave. But, um... He does, like, freelancing, like, he does, like, my makeup and, like, my friend's makeup. And, like, I know he's done people's, like, makeup for, like, he does people's makeup for prom and he gets commission off of that, obviously. Like, he gets paid for that. Uh-huh. And, like, so it's, like, maybe, like, we'll open up, like, a salon or something. Because he does hair. He doesn't cut it, but, like, he knows how to style and dye hair. So, like, maybe we'll open up a salon and he'll have, like, the makeup and, like, hair part of it. And I'll have, like, the like the esthetician part of it we'll we'll do i'll do facials and like eyelash extensions and stuff like that which is something that's like i've always been into is like i don't want to work for someone i always want i want to be my own boss because like i've seen my parents like work like my dad has been working like for so long like when because like my parents are both like immigrants so like it's just like my parents i've just always grown up with seeing them working like my dad has literally had two jobs ever since I can remember. And, like, I would only see him for, like, a short period of time before, like, in between each, like, job. Yeah. And, like, like, I grew up with that. And, like, it, like, sucked because my dad wasn't there. But, like, now that I, like, I'm matured and I know, like, why he He's wasn't there. He's, like, he does it for me. And, like, and, like, I'm just really grateful for that because, like, a lot of, like, he literally like risked like everything to like leave the everything he knew like where he's from to like come here to give us like a better life than what he had 100% and like that's That's awesome yeah and like I feel like the um like I'm now totally gone off topic but like there's no topic I know um but like like I get really upset when I see people talk really badly about undocumented people because people have just such a like stereotypical like oh they're only here to like mooch off um which some people do like mooch off like group that's the thing you can't group everybody into one thing yeah exactly like my like my parents have never like like they have never been the type to like go on food stamps like my my dad has always been like i'd rather die than to like (laughs) have you guys go on food stamps like because i can't provide for my family you know i mean maybe maybe it's just a stereotypical like hispanic way of thinking because my parents are very old-fashioned hispanics and like it's and like yeah what what's an old way of thinking just working your ass off yeah like my dad like my dad now has his own landscaping company but before he used to work for a good family friend of ours mike and like my dad would work from like six in the morning come home like at two and then like leave for his second job like at three so yeah and like my dad would literally like leave at three and then i wouldn't see him till like the next morning how many siblings do you have? So I have two older brothers, and then it's me, and then it's my younger sister, and then it's my mom. So you guys probably, the second you could, started working as well? Yeah, like, literally, like, like it's not that they didn't give me stuff, but they would only give me, like, $20 a weekend, like, as our allowance, and I was like, I'd rather just make my own money and, like, buy whatever I wanted. 100%. And yeah, so I started working at 14 at the restaurant, and, well, that was under the table, because, um... I'm actually a dreamer, like I'm a DACA recipient. What's that mean? It's deferred action for kids that were brought into the U.S. before, like, before they could have consent to. For example, like, because my parents crossed the border and I didn't have a say in anything because when my parents brought me to America, I was one. Uh-huh. And I didn't have a say or anything. <laughs> they just brought me here. Yeah. And so it's like, it kind of sucks because, like, 
I grew up here my whole life thinking I was, like, American, and then they, like, broke the news to me, and I was like, what? Like, no wonder we don't go on vacation or anything. <laughs> and um, so, like, I didn't have my DACA till I was, like, 15. So, like, I worked under the table for, like, a year, and then I got my DACA when I was 15, and then I got my work permit, which they give you, like, a social security and then a work permit so, like, you can work and go to school. Uh-huh. But, like, what sucks about that, like, yay, thanks for giving me, like, the op- opportunity to go to school. But, like, you don't get any money from FAFSA. You, like, you have to go in as an international student, which really? is, like, so expensive. Like, it ridiculously expensive. So, like, that's why I never really, like, bothered touching the subject of college yeah. that much. Because, like... I mean, yeah. College is not affordable at not all. Not at all. And, like, you would think that instead of, like, not giving us anything, they would kind of give us a little bit more resources to find ways to pay to get an education, but they don't at all. Uh-huh. Like, literally, like, I remember the lady from FAFSA when she went to school for, like, that, like, workshop thingy. And I, like, Miss Alana told me to, like, talk to her and ask her, like, what I could do because I was a DACA recipient. She was like, yep, like, they don't give you guys any money, like nothing like That's scholarships right. are like your best bet and i was like oh my god my grades aren't scholarship material no yeah was never a book i was never like a like a book type of person i think it's like because like growing up like i hated my elementary school teachers like i hated them and i feel like Growing up, like, that's installed in a kid. So I yeah. feel like I just never wanted to go to school to see them. So I just never became a fan of school. And, like, school is just always, like, a drag. And, like, I yeah. was like, oh, it's, like, it's a tough format to just have people go to classes back to back to back. No chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, like, it sucked because, like, because, like, I always knew that, like, I couldn't go to school. So I felt like that also gave me the, like, You like, knew that? Yeah. You weren't going to get money? No, I I had known that, like, I couldn't go to school because I was an immigrant, but until they made the DACA, which was um, passed in, well, it wasn't passed, but it was made in 2012 by Obama, the Obama administration. Uh-huh. It was, like, a um, homeland security thing. And so, like, that's why the Trump administration's trying to, like, get rid of it because, like, they think it's uncon- unconstitutional or whatever. I can't speak. <laughs> unconstitutional? Yeah, that. <laughs> and, um... So they, like, think it's, like, horrible. And, like, I know they just, like, the Supreme Court just blocked the Trump administration from trying to take it away. But they didn't block it from tweaking it. So, like, before the way it worked is that uh, you renewed it every two years. And, like, it's a pretty hefty price to actually renew it. It's, like, almost $600. And, like, where am I going to pull that out of? Yeah. And so, like, but just now... setting you up to not be able to... Exactly. Succeed. And so, like, now it's... Instead of it being two years, it's every year. So, like, now I have to renew my DACA every September. And that's, like... Jesus. Exactly. Like, it's just so expensive for... I feel like for literally no reason. So, how can you get a... Could, like, so... Is there a way to not have to re-up it and have something else, like a green card or something? I would literally, like, have to marry someone. Really? Yes. Like... My parent, like my brother, my eldest brother, because what sucks is that I'm the only one out of my siblings that was born in Mexico. Everyone else was born here. Really? Yeah, because like when my mom, my mom and my Are you mom. Are the oldest? No. I have two older brothers and a younger sister. So like my parents kind of thought they were like done having kids after my, my second eldest brother, Alex. But then I came along and they were already like living in Mexico again because they had been here for like a little bit just to really have my siblings and then go. 
and then so then they had like they got pregnant with me and then my mom was like okay like I'll just go and have her over there because my mom had a visa and my mom would like come with her visa and like work with her visa like stuff you're not supposed to do with your visa you're supposed because she had a traveler's visa so it wasn't uh-huh. like she could stay here for a certain amount of time and then go back uh-huh. so my mom would like work with her name and like um she had my siblings here came up that she lived she was like a permanent resident and, like i think they were living in, like hudson or something at the time and so when she came to have me here the, when she was at the airport and they ran her visa through everything like everything came up that she had been working here with her name that she had her kids here and that um she was like living like she was basically like how do you say this um she was abusing her visa right yes. and so they sent so they deported her back and so they had to have me there yeah yeah and so by the time i was like so then, like, my parents had kind of just been like, okay, we'll just stay here. Because my dad had a really good job over there. And um, so, like, a year, like, I was born. And then, like, within that year, that I was, till I turned one, my dad, like, lost his job because, like, the company he worked for went bankrupt. And so, like, they told them that they could, like, because they had a, because, like, you have to pay to get into that company. Like, it's weird the way things work over there. But, like, you have to pay to get your spot in that company to work there. And so, like, what, but, like, if you leave, you could take that money, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're investing in the company in a way, but not really. And so, like, they told, so, like, once they had laid everyone off, they had told everyone, like, they could wait till like, to see if the company, like, re-ups again. Like, if they come back up again, or, like, you can take your money, in, but you won't have your spot in the company anymore. Yeah. So my dad just thought it was smart to take the money and to like migrate back here and so like we, my parents like passed me through the border in 2001 when I was one I was like smuggled in because like my mom had a friend that had a daughter so they just used her um birth certificate as like I was the, that yeah. little girl yeah that's wild yeah it was so much easier to like get through back then than it is now obviously but yeah and so like that's also one thing is that What's that? So you like, you can't go in and out of the country. No, which is that's also one reason why I think it's like crazy to charge someone six hundred dollars to just have a social security and a work permit, because it's not like I can travel outside the country or anything. Before they used to do a thing where you could apply to get uh, like to be able to ask for permission basically from Mm -hmm. Homeland Security to like go on vacation. Like it would only be for like emergency things. And I know, like, one of my aunts that has DACA, like, got the opportunity, like, got that opportunity. And so she got a chance to go back and visit. But, like, that's not a thing anymore because the Trump administration blocked that. Which sucks because, like, I see a lot of people go, like, out of the country and stuff like that. And it's, like, something I can't do. So it's always, it's always sucked. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, especially because I literally my whole life I thought I was like American. Yeah. My whole life. And then when you went to get a job, that's when you found out. Not not when I like could get a job. It was like when I turned fourteen and I could get deported. Oh. Was when they kind of were like, you need to be aware of your surroundings because like you're not from here. Like you could get deported. Yeah, and like I always like like that's also one thing that I hated about school. Like that I hated having to go to school was like I always was anxious because I was like I'd imagine I could get deported or like 
am I gonna come home to my mom and my dad? Like, cause like my parents could get deported easily, obviously. So it's like, it was always just like anxious. And like, I always knew, I always thought school was stupid. Cause like, like I said, I always knew that I couldn't go to college. So I was like, why am I learning all this stuff? if I'm not gonna use it later. Yeah, 100%. So Would you tell people that? That like, I was a, like with only close friends. You would tell this probably. Yeah, only close friends. Well, like yeah, I don't really tell that many people. Like to avoid like questions, like yeah. when people ask me where I'm from, I always say Baja California because like that is part of Mexico, but it's like no one really asks like oh like what part is it. So yeah. I don't have to say like Tijuana or something like that. I just always kind of say Baja California. End of discussion. Like I don't want to go into more depth of it. That's smart. Yeah. But like. Yeah, I'd, like, start going to school, like, always being anxious about that, but, like, but, like, the thing, like, I didn't, it didn't really click to me that, like, I was super lucky to have my DACA until, like, after I left school, and I started seeing how many different people didn't get to go to school because they were undocumented, because I have, my mom has friends that have kids that are, like, a year younger, like, a couple years younger than me, and they can't get their DACA because there was, like, a certain cutoff of, like, what year you entered the U.S. in. Yeah. And, like, if you aren't, like, after that year, like, you can't get it. What so, do they do? So, like, they just live undocumented, which really sucks. And then sucks. just go straight to work? Exactly, yeah. Jesus. Like, a lot of kids go into, like, working at big factories with, like, older people. Like, like my mom, like, because I didn't go to school, she tried getting me to work one of those jobs. And, like, she wanted me to be, like, a wire rack technician. And, like, when I went to go, like, for the tour and everything, because I did get the job. I did get the job. Um, I went, like, there were, like, 30-year-old men, and, like, I was, like, some little 18-year-old, and I was, like, oh, my God, what am I doing here? Like, yeah. I don't want to be a wire rack technician. Like, who who says, what 19, what 18-year-old girl says that I work as a wire rack technician? 100%. <laughs> like, it sucked. It, like, sucks just, but, like, it's also, like, eye-opening, because, like, there's people like my dad, they're working their ass off to provide yeah. for their family. That's how... It's wild. Like, I've worked a bunch of minimum wage jobs, and it's crazy because there's so many stories like that, but the attitude of immigrants is so positive. Like, the fact that they're just working, like, they are so happy to be in America, a lot of them, you know? Yeah, my dad literally is so grateful to be here because, like, you look at, like, what his family, like, his family thinks, like, we're super rich because we live here. Really? Because, like... The money, like, the way money works over there, like, a dollar is, like, no, like, ten bucks is, like, a hundred pesos there. So that's, that's like, a hundred pesos. Like, a, that's, like, a hundred dollars there. And their currency. So it's, like, so, like, they think, like, anything here is, like, like, it doesn't, like, I don't know, it doesn't phase us to get, like, a certain, like, a certain thing. Because, like, it's not going to make a dent in the wallet like it would make over there. You know yeah. what I mean? You know what I mean? So I feel like my... Like, my dad's just always been grateful to be able to provide us with everything we had that he couldn't get as a kid. And I feel like that's just his ultimate goal as a parent. Because my dad's now, like, 51, and, like, he has, like, back pains, knee pains or anything, but, like, he doesn't care. Like, he'll literally just go to work the next day, like, not caring about the pain or anything because he has to do that to provide for his family. That's so admirable. Literally, like, I look... My dad, like, I look up to my dad, and I think all of my siblings can say that, too, because my dad's, like, my dad has, like, my dad promised his mom that he would go back, because, like, when he left, he was 16 when he first left, when he first crossed the border, he was 16, and, like, he promised my grandma that he would come back, and, like, 
and like he did come back for a while but then he left again and he promised her again that he would come back but like my grandma unfortunately passed away before he could do that again so I feel like my dad's just gone through so much emotional things he was so forced to grow up so fast yeah and like he does like that doesn't face him he still raises us and gives us everything we want like Jeez. literally everything we want like I grew up like being the like the cousin that had always had like the iPod touch or like the Xbox or uh -huh. like the TV and like the Wii and stuff like that but it's because like my dad just always wanted us to have everything we wanted that's so awesome and um so do you guys plan on moving back? Well, like, eventually, like, because my parents are trying to get their papers, they're, in the, like, in the process of it. But if it doesn't work out, like, eventually I think my dad would want to go back. Uh-huh. Because, like, I want my dad to retire soon, so I feel like once, like, we kind of get him to stop working because, like, of his age and, like, physical, like, because he already is, like, complaining about his back and stuff. Excuse me. So, like, I think, like, eventually, yeah, he would want to move back. Like, they talk about it sometimes, but, like, not really. Uh-huh. But it's, like, in a future thing. I think it's, like, once, like, because, like, I have two little nieces. So, maybe, like, once they're, like, grown up and stuff. Would you go back with them? Um, I don't know. Just because, like, that's the thing is, like, I don't know. Like, my Spanish, like, here is, like, super elite or whatever. Like, it's so good. But, like, there I talk like a two-year-old, like, a little boy trying to, <laughs> like, my Spanish is so bad. So I feel like that would, like, I wouldn't want to go for the language barrier. And then, like, things are just so different than they are here. And I think I'm just so used to the American society and, like, yeah. standards. It's, that it's mean, like You basically, you are. I am, I am American without the proper, like, documentation. One year, one year you weren't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. The first year. That's... And, like... Like, I look at my other cousins, and I'm like, holy crap, like, I don't know if I could live like that, like, the way they do. Because, like, my dad's from, like, a little farm town. So, like, they, like, not live in poverty. No, not at all. Like, they live, like, just not. They're, like, lower class. And, like, we're over here, and we're, like, middle class, I guess. Yeah. So, so like... It's an adjustment. It's a really big adjustment. And, like, one of my cousins, like, her dad did get deported, like, when we were younger. And she had to move there when we were nine. And, like, when she came back, I was like, whoa, like, who are you? Like, I don't know who you are. Like, really? she was so different. She was, like, so into Spanish music. And, like, her Spanish was, like, perfect. And, like, she was always correcting my Spanish. And I was like, shut up, don't. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, like, it was, like, holy crap, like, that could change you so much. And, like, also the school systems are so different over there. So I think, like, before they used to talk, like, when I was younger, before, like, I turned 18 and stuff like that, they would talk about going. And, like, I'd be like, uh, I don't want to because, like, my Spanish isn't the best. And I know some of my cousins that have moved there, uh -huh. their Spanish isn't that great. So they, like, get help back a year. And so, like, when they move back here, like, that fucks them up because, like, they don't get to go to school with, like, their friends that they went to school with before they left. Yeah, I know a lot of people that's happened to. Yeah, like, my cousin, I don't know if you know Eric Tello, but, like, I remember when he, because he's my cousin, when they moved, they, like, made him, like, stay a great back. Yeah. And so, like, that fucked him up when he came over here because all his friends were, like, a year older than him. Damn. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, in high school, how did you two become friends? <laughs> actually like we were we had always known of each other she was um <laughs> i don't wanna she was a fan <laughs> no she was what well, no that's not what i was gonna say i was gonna be like 
she would always like come up to me in like in the hallways and be like, oh my god, I like your outfit or something. And I'd be like, who is this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> but then like, uh, I had, we had English class together junior year. Yeah, I was like, come sit with me. Well, yeah, because like she was sitting next to like my mutual friends. So then like, she, they were all like, Hervey when I walked in. And she was like, oh, come sit. And I was like, and then from then from on, there. we just like talked. That's awesome. Literally like. What classes would you guys take? Uh, well, we, we took English, English together and we took like sociology. Psych or psych sociology. Do you like MHS? <laughs> I do. I like MHS. Um, I <laughs> I like MHS. I guess like it was. I liked high school. It I, was interesting. I like the only reason I would even say I liked high school is because of the people there. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly Literally what I tell only. people. Is like I hated school. But there's times where like I like sit there and I'm like okay like someone would have cracked a joke right now and like I would have been dying like, like I yeah. miss the people. Hundred yeah. percent. And like the only class I miss like the only subject I miss is obviously clothing like that was my sanctuary. Really. Like I lived and breathed clothing. Like That's I was always awesome. downstairs. Like not even if I was making anything like I was just always downstairs annoying Miss mm. Collins like making a mess or whatever. But, like, I would always, like, leave classes to go down there. And, like, when teachers would, like, try to look for me, like, that was the first place they would go to. It was so bad. Did you, like, making things, though, too? Yes. It was so fun. I, like, so I had, like, known Miss Collins since freshman year because my cousin Tatiana was in that class. And so, like, I would just kind of fall, like, at the end there. And I would just, like, kind of chill there. Miss Collins would talk to me every now and then. And, like, she had called me her, like, orphan that she actually adopted. Because, like, that's what she calls kids that, like, are strays that, like, just come in there to, like, hang out <laughs> with their friends. And she calls them orphans. So she was like, you're just the orphan I adopted. And, like, I was just always in there. Like, the first thing I made in that class was a stocking, actually, like, for, the for like, the fireplace. Mm -hmm. And then from there, like, I took it my junior year. And then I, like, actually made pieces. Like, I mostly made, like, children's pieces. But, like, they're still pieces. And then my senior year had like a col like an I don't really would I really wouldn't consider it a collection. I just made like three pieces out of one material like one fabric piece, like big oh, fabric cool. piece. Yeah. Is that something you'd want to do? Yeah, that well that's what I would want that's what I wanted to go into if I was to actually go to college would be um would be clothing and design and well I would major in education and then I would minor in fashion and design so then I could like teach it. Do what Miss Collins does. Do what Miss Collins does but she kind of was like um not many schools have a clothing and textile department anymore so like That's I wouldn't not... really suggest it because like it kind of just be wasting your time because then you would just have to major because then you would like you would get your bachelor's or like. It's what? so tough that, it, that they're taking like the creativity out of school. Like, exactly, like, it's so sad because, like, that was the only thing that, like, actually would give me motivation to go to school is, like, okay, like, I hate math and science, but, like, after math and science, I have clothing. And, like, that, I'd be, like, okay, like, I'm on my period, and, like, I'd be downstairs, like, you'll be fine, like, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, that just that's sucks. Exactly, I don't know if you listen to the one with Evelyn Campbell, but that's exactly what she said about clothing. She's, like, I would just drag through the whole day and know I had clothing at the end and like exactly. actually get to express myself, like actually get to hang out and just like be an actual student of something. Exactly. Like I felt like I hated classrooms because I felt like they, everyone was just like watching you and like, like the teacher was watching you obviously. And what you're they compared had to do. against everyone and yeah. like, we're not all the same, but you're expected to all know the same things. Yeah. And like Miss Collins would do the opposite of that. She would like give you your space. 
everyone was focused on their own things, so, like, no one was really paying attention unless you were having a conversation with them. And, like, yeah, instead of, like, comparing students together, she'd be like, oh, like, look at this stitch that someone did. Like, doesn't it look cute or something? Or she'll be like, oh, like, look at this super cute skirt someone made. Like, look at the, like, at the pleating and stuff like that. She wouldn't really, like, make it a competition. She'd more have just been like, oh, like, look at what this person could do. Like, maybe you could do that too. Like, yeah. ask that person for, like, help or something, you know? And you guys had fashion shows, right? Yes, the That's fashion so shows awesome. are so fun. Um, the fashion, well, I, for my freshman and sophomore year, I took the pictures as, like, the photographer. And then, like, when I took clothing, like, that's when my pieces were in the show. But, like, I was always, like, in the behind the scenes of, like, of making the show. So, like, it'd be, like, picking out the themes and then picking out songs. Because, like, so we'd make our theme and then Miss Collins would give us the categories. And then she would, like, leave it in the back room. There was a whiteboard. And under that category, she would leave blank space. So, like, songs that reminded you of that category, like, you could write them down. So, like, that's also one thing I liked about it was that it was very hands-on and, like, everyone would take, would, like, participate in yeah. it. And it was, like, it'd be fun because then we would all come together and at the end of the, like, when we would watch the show, like, it's, like, you'd be, like, wow, like, we Showing all. Showing off your work. Yeah, exactly. That's like, awesome. Did you take clothing? I did. Did you like it? I did. I wish I paid attention more, though, because I was, I'm really into, like, clothing and stuff, but... Like, I just went there, like, I was in clothing with, for my friends, like, that's what I, like, regret about school, is, like, I was just there, like, to hang out, to just hang, because, like, I wasn't really, like, the biggest, like, book person either, like, I didn't get the best grades, even though some people thought I did, but I'm just, like, I'm a slacker. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Did you wish, but, so you said you wish you could go back and, like, take classes that you, yeah. change classes, or just change the way you approach classes? Change, yeah, change my approach, like, my... Like, the way I would, like... I don't know. But I wish I took clothing more seriously because then I could have done, like, a sick collection like she did. Yeah. Like, cl like I did the fashion show, but I I think I was just working in the background. Yeah, you... Didn't you have the lights or something? Yeah, I was just in the background <laughs> helping out because I thought it was so cool. That's awesome. No, but, like... I don't know. Like, that's one of the only classes I really liked in, like, photography with Mr. Vigent. Oh, no, not photography. Media arts. I took that as a senior... That was like fun. So, I had photography with Miss Warwick, my freshman Ms. year. Miss Warwick, yo, she's an OG. Yeah, I, I love her. And there's no digital cameras, like you had to develop everything. And yeah, stuff. that was pretty fun though. I liked that class. I fucked with that class. Oh, I had it. Because she was just like, there was one time we were taking a test, and like one girl was like, I don't get this question, like it's stressing me out. She's like, just rip them up. We're done. We're not doing it. She's like, just go take more pictures. She's like, I don't <laughs> want to do tests and stress you all out. This work like, is so funny. It was awesome. But, like, yeah, we just, like, no requirements, no anything. She would just let us take pictures and then, like, mess around with them. Exactly what Miss Collins would do. Like, she would literally just give you your space and everyone would just fool around, basically. So it's cool. Like, Art classes are awesome when the kids take them serious. Like, yeah. not in a sense, like, you're always working hard, but, like, you actually do get to dive into your project, you know? Yeah. But when people are just, like, look at the grades for a project and then, like, do the requirements and then just use the class to mess around, that's when it, like... That's when you start to lose that department because mm -hmm. then people are like, okay, it's a waste of time. But Literally. it really isn't when you teach your kids how to express themselves, you know? Yeah. I think it'd be really sad if they were ever to take... Like, Mr. Kaliri, like, would find... Do you remember Mr. Kaliri? Uh, yeah. I, he was only there my freshman year, though. Yeah, like, Mr. Kaliri would find any reason to, like, try to get clothing taken away, I swear to God. Like, anything Ms. Collins would do, like, 
he was like, why are you doing that? Or, like, Miss Collins would be like, don't do that because, like, Mr. Clear is always watching us. Or, like, or, like, clean up this because Mr. Clear is just always coming in here. Which I don't know why because we would always fix his stuff. Like, we were always fixing his pants and, like, stuff like that. Yeah, but, like, clothing is really hard. Like, I didn't, like, it's not really hard, but I think you really have to, like, want to do it because... Yeah. Like, I think that's why that class is, like, struggling is because so many kids are, like, they don't really know how to, like, express their creativity through the clothing. So, like, because I didn't see that many creative things in clothing. Like, I saw, like, things that, like, were stood up by kids that I, like, they really liked fashion. Like, you could tell they walked around school with, like, trench coats because they were so, like, cool. I don't fucking know. But, like, (laughs) they would, I would only see, like, their stuff on, like, mannequins and stuff in the room. Because they were, like, they were the actual ones that were, like, putting thought into it. Everybody else was just making, like, t-shirts. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just, like, t-shirts, shorts. I think, like, photography classes and, like, I took painting and, like, uh, media arts. Those classes are so much better. Like, I would go in. Yes, I would, like, fool around a little bit. But, like, I would actually, like, be able to, like, express myself through what I was, like, making. Yeah. It's way more, like, it's cooler. I don't know. It's, nah, it's simpler than clothing, because clothing is just... It is it is hard. Stuff. It is hard. But, like, once you get your straight stitch done, like, once you master the straight stitch, you can honestly really make anything. But it's, like, precision. It's but really it's precision. precision all so, the like, time. you have to have a lot of patience for that kind of yeah. stuff. And that's something that I do have. Because, like, even now, I don't have, like, a sewing machine anymore. Like, but I... Like, I'll fix stuff for people, but, like, I'll do a straight stitch by hand, which, like, you have to have a lot of patience for that. Because, like, it's, like, every stitch has to align, so, like, it doesn't look, like, awkward or anything. But, like, you do have to have a lot of, like, patience for that. How long does that take compared to a machine? So, like, last week I fixed, like, my friend's dress. It took me, like, I felt like what was, like, 30 minutes for both stitches, which is something I... And they were so small. Like, that's something I literally would have been, like... Like, two seconds. Yeah. Tops. And it, like... Does it look better? Like, what's the advantage of doing it by hand? It's just... By hand, it's more of, like, you have a... You have more control. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, with the... I feel like it just looks, obviously, cleaner and neater with the sewing machine. Because, like, every stitch is, like, the same length and every stitch is, like... Yeah. Right, right. Like, one... Back to back to back. That could definitely be a part of your beauty business. Yeah. Just fixing up people's clothes. Well, yeah, like, tailoring is something... Like, I've looked into tailoring jobs. Well, Tailors make good money, too. Yeah. Like, I fix, like, a lot... Like, well, I used to go to church when I was, like, six... Well, I'm not used to, but, like, I was more active in the church when I was, like, 16. And, like, I had a lot of seminarian friends, which are the guys... Like, people that are in training to become a priest. Yeah. And, like, they don't have that much money and stuff, and, like, their stuff would, like, break and stuff. Like, and they would bring it to me, and I would fix it, like, for no... For no charge at all, obviously. That's awesome. Yeah. But, like, a lot of, like, I do fix a lot of things for people on the low without charging. But, like, yeah, that's something I have looked into, like, applying at places to be a tailor. But then I'm, like, eh, I don't know if I'm, like, that good yet. So, like, I kind of just, like, exit out of the page. <laughs> <laughs> just keep practicing. We'll yeah. Actually, just hop in uh, one of those stores that will let you. And, like, there's probably stores who, like, want to train people as they're letting them work, you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of create them into their own project. Like apprenticeship. Yeah. Like apprentice. Well, like, that's something you do in the beauty industry anyways. Yeah. like, when you go in beauty school, like, for example, like, Doug Whiteham's mom, like, I wanted to apprentice for her, like, when I was, like, really into going to beauty, into going into cosmetology school and, like, learning to cut hair, which is, like, I would just, like, kind of follow her and, like, look at her work and, like... So you did? 
No, uh, it's like something like we talked about, but like then I kind of just straight off the whole like cosmetology thing, and then yeah. So you're gonna try to get back on that? Yeah, yeah. Like maybe not cosmetology school, maybe not Empire Beauty, but there's like Spa Tech and like Westboro, which is more esthetician stuff. So like I'd learn facials and like lash extensions and like microblading and stuff like that, which is like what I want. That's like basically what I would learn in Empire Beauty without the without the haircutting thing. Mm-hmm. Which is like if I was to go to Empire Beauty, like I would have to learn that. And it's like something that doesn't interest me. So yeah. it's like why am I gonna waste my money with a course that I don't wanna use in the future, you know? Makes sense. And like the kits for that are like super expensive. They're like six thousand dollars and like and you get all your shears and like the the what do you call that? The boys. Beaking shears. No. I have no idea. The razors or something. Like the barber stuff. I don't know what it's <laughs> See, like that's that's how uninterested I am in it. <laughs> and like and like you got makeup and stuff because like they teach you how to do makeup and stuff. But that's also something that I already know how to do. So like I don't want to. So you can try that to again. do like your own thing for a little bit, like try to for events and stuff like that. Yeah, like hide. sometimes I do friend like I have friends come over. Like I've had like Serena and Rayla and like like other people. Like I tell them to come over. I'll go over to their house and I'll do their makeup just to get makeup. practice. Yeah. That's awesome. And, like, my brother does, like, I, like I said, I've watched my brother do that his whole life, like, well, my whole life, like, and, like, my brother, till this day, like, we'll have, like, I'll have a couple of my friends over, and, like, he'll do their makeup and then take pictures of them and post them on, like, his, like, beauty Instagram account. That's awesome. Yeah, and, like, he did, like, one with Herbie, like, when we were, like, 17 or something, he did, like, a skull on him, which was sick. That's very dope. Yeah. That's awesome. So what's the, what's the, like, what's next to get to this goal if you're not going directly to school? Well, definitely, like, work to make money and, like, put money aside to help my parents with the bill, obviously. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, more focus on, like, what, like, like, pay attention to, like, what I want to do. Like, what, what, what interests me the most, like, do I want to go into just being lash, being a lash tech or, like, do I want to be, like, microblading and a lash tech? Or, like, do I want to just do, like... Because, like, I know some people that do, like... They went to, like, spa tech and, like, they do just waxing and, like... Waxing and, like, microblading. Like, that's, like, what they do. Because there's, like, this one girl that, like, went to... Like, I remember her when I was a freshman. Her name's Lex. And, like, she now does, like, lash extensions for people. And, like, she wax brows. And, like, people know her and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So, like, eventually, like, I maybe not, like, put up a whole salon, but, like, I'll work out of my house, like, I, like before, like, doing people's makeup. Like, I'll have people, like, come over and, like, I'll do their stuff. Like, work out of my house instead yeah. of, like, making a big business, you know what I mean? That's the start of any yeah. business is usually at the house. Yeah. But that's awesome. And, like, you definitely have a plan for it and everything. Yeah. Like I, like I said, I'd grown up, like, Around looking it. at all, all of it that it's, like, one of my, like, it's like, wow, like, I can be like my brother one day, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, you mentioned that you went to church, but you stopped, you... Oh, yeah, so my my mom is New Catacomb, well, my mom used to be part of the New Catacomb Way, which is, like, a, which is, like, a form of Catholicism based on Roman Catholicism, but it's, like, from Spain, and there's, like, there's this guy named Kiko, and, like, he's the founder of it, and um it's like kind of like the way i kind of saw it was like 
they're like Mormonish, but like not really. But like they just studied the Bible very, very closely. And like they kind of get you like to understand that no one's eternal and that like death comes. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of prepare you for that. And like I didn't really realize that until I saw like people lose people, like family members, and like they weren't as like distraught as like I was when I lost someone. So I was like, whoa, like. But that's like something they teach them is like no one's eternal and they have like songs and stuff like that and it's a it's a cool religion but like at times it does feel like i don't want to say culty but like it feels like very like very controlling yeah because my because i didn't grow up going to church i didn't i didn't start going to church till i was like maybe six or like seven ish or an eight ish something around that time was when my mom joined that church because my aunts had always because my parents were going through stuff with like one of my older siblings so like my aunts were like oh like this counseling stuff should help you guys and then my mom like liked it and so she just started going and like became part of the church and so like the church is cool like they like to focus a lot on their youth too so like there's this thing called worldwide worldwide youth day which is where where like um teens travel all across the world to a certain spot to like see the pope so like they like fundraise and they like bring kids there and like they do that stuff and then yeah but like like i said it does also feel controlling sometimes because like if you date there like you have to be 18 to date Uh and then when you are 18 like when you go on dates you have to bring a chaperone with you what the fuck (laughs) and then they like really and then they encourage you to like get engaged two years after to um to to skip a a little cultish right (laughs) it's like to like to avoid tempting like premarital sex like temptation so like they really like marry you younger so you can have yeah and it like it's like weird because like they have these things with the youth called discutacios and there was this one time where i went to one in in, like revere and like one of the main guys named tom he's a really cool he's he's all right he's cool i guess and um (laughs) He was like, oh, like, you may notice, like, we split you guys up because, like, one, girls were, like, on this side and boys are on that side. But, like, it was to where, like, we look up and we see a boy. And he was like, oh, like, look at your beautiful Christian men, like, uh, or, like, your beautiful Christian women. So I felt like it was matchmaking. Ew. But, yeah, like, it's it's sort of culty at times. But, like, then, like, the people that you meet there are super cool. Like, mm-hmm. I have this really good friend named Gabriel. And, like, he's a seminarian, like, he's, like, his story is, like, incredible. Like, he went, like, I don't want to say any of his business, but, like, he went, like, through something rough, and then his parents sent him to Israel, to the domes, and then, like, he found his vocation there, and he knew he wanted to be a priest. Like, in that aspect, like, that's cool. And, like, it's, that's, like, cool. And, like, a lot of kids in that, like, in Neo Kanakumanal, like, when they're 20, like, guys mainly... Like, when they turn 18, like, they'll go and do, like, an internship at the domes. And, like, a lot of them find their vocation there, and they, like, leave either wanting to go on mission or they want to be, like, a priest themselves. That's awesome. Yeah. What, what uh, do you believe in, personally? So, I say I'm Catholic or, like, neo-catechumenal to make my mom happy, but I don't really, like, care for religion, really. Any religion? Um, I've, like, like, I, like, dipped my toe. Like, not really dipped my toe, but I've always found, like, spirituality. Spirit, 
spirituality like cool yeah but it's something that my mom's always been like that's bad like like yeah, no yeah. don't do that and so like but sometimes you just gotta do it for yourself yeah and like that's like some things like my parents i feel like they just install fear and like everything that's not church or like god is like the devil like yeah. watch out and it's like it's made me want to like look at those things and start those things like for example like my mom has always said like tarot card readings and stuff oh like that God, that's are like the up. devil and like my i sister did that today dude i got my cards read like before like when the pandemic started because my friend has like um a psychic friend named um linda she's from like tijuana and she's like super big like she's worked with like famous people before that's sick and like she read my cards to me and like i tell you when i have never seen this woman in my life only have heard like her of reading other people's cards like she's never known who i am she knows way too many people to care about who i am to do research on me or anything but this lady knew everything about me that's so and i was like people who can read those cards my sister does it and like she does it for herself and she does it for some people but she's like still beginning in it Mm -hmm. and i totally believe in all that stuff dude it was so crazy like like she obviously was like gonna talk about my love life or whatever but like because other stuff is like super personal but like she was like oh like you have this guy in your life that like drinks a lot and like he like confuses you so much he makes you cry so much and like instantly i was like oh my god it's this person yeah and like i was there with my like with my other good friend blanca and i like we both turned around and we're like she's <laughs> talking about him she's talking about him like what the heck and like what was it like when she's reading him like did she put him in like a formation or so i know there's a bunch of different so she had me shuffled when i got there she like did a prayer she like held my hands and she did a prayer and she started shuffling the card she had me shuffle the cards so like i knew she wasn't rigging them or anything and like i shuffled them until she told me to stop and then when she stopped like she laid them all out and like they were all like it was like four or five columns and like it was five cards down and like she would just like look at them and she would like tell me i don't really know like like i know what the cards look like but i don't know they what, all like, have different meanings to them and only yeah. the person who can like knows how to read them knows the individual meanings mm-hmm. like my sister does them but she'll do it and then try to figure out the meaning without the like guide but then once she she'll like double check herself with that mm-hmm. and so like she was like oh like that guy's in your life and this and that and then she was like but you have some she's like basically like dump him like leave him like because you have a such a better opportunity with like this person that's like in your life you just have to wait and did you know who she was talking about or at <laughs> at the time like yes but then like as time went on like no but like at the time yes like i thought of a certain person i was like oh like okay sweet like i'll dump him for this person like i don't <laughs> mind but like it was crazy and then like another thing is like she's like you've always like like she was like you've always felt like you've been made less of or something like that and i was like holy crap like yeah she knows this all that's wild and like yeah i'm like it's just someone that do anything for the future anything for the future no she literally just one thing i hated about it was like she had asked me like a really weird question like she was like have you were you like sexually assaulted as a child and i was like no no like not that i have a recollection of it and she was like oh okay but like other than that like everything was like clear but like that was the only thing that kind of was like that is weird like i don't remember that like ever so like why would she ever bring that up and then like after i mean that is i know it's like crazy else was spot on 
Yeah, I know. And like, she was like, oh, like as time goes on, you're going to be remembering like certain things or different things that you just never like could remember before. Really? Yeah. Did she say specifically about like sexual assault? No, no. She just said like, re like you'd be remembering like different things that like happened to you that you don't remember happening, but like it's stuff that's happened. But like when you think of it, you're going to be like, oh yeah, like that did happen. Oh, see, like fuck that. Like I feel like she, if someone <laughs> told me that, I literally be like, get me the fuck out of here. Dude, but like. I literally, I see, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't, I like struggle with like the whole like card reading thing. Cause I'm like, how do these people know me? Or, like, tell me what I'm going to do. Or, like... You know what I'm saying? Because I did something like that. Like, I believe in astrological stuff a little bit. Astrology? Astrology. Yeah. And, like... Because, yeah. like, I went on the computer one time and I, like, I typed in, like, my information. I told you to do that. Remember? Yeah. And then, like, I, like, basically they, like, <laughs> I guess read me. Because I was like, whoa, like, this is really on point. And then I was like, bitch, if I It's your if... numerology... Your numerological or numerology chart or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. a chart that's based on the, like, positions of the planets when you're born. And, and then like, it can tell you everything about you. Like, I've done that, too. Your destiny number and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, your life path and, and stuff. I was yeah. like, if a computer can do that, then <laughs> this is some, like, I don't freaking know. Like, I don't believe any of it. You don't I just can't. Any of it? No. No spirituality. What oh, oh no! I am spiritual, but like I just don't believe in like the card reading stuff. I could never go there and like have her tell me what yeah, like I, could, I was gonna do. I can feel that. Uh, there's there's definitely some people who are like fake with it, but then there are some yeah. people like like mediums. You ever seen Long Island medium? Yeah. That shit's wacky. Like that she shit's knows, mad like, weird. she's literally like at a gas station. And she's like, someone's trying to talk to me, and I don't know who. And she'll just walk around the gas station and start asking people if they have like a dead relative. You've never seen that? No. It's this woman from... Is that on TV show? Yeah. It's on, like... So many medium, like, people TV she's shows. She's different, though. She, I don't know if she's on, but her name is Long Island. Like, TLC. Yeah, TLC, I was gonna say. Long Island medium. She'll literally be, like, at a gas station, and, like, in between, like, her going to read someone else, and she'll be like, someone's, like, someone has a spirit here that mm -hmm. needs to talk to them, and, like, we'll find who it was and like have this whole long conversation she'll be like oh they're showing me a red bow and they'll be like oh my god i used to wear like they used to wear a red bow every day like just weird shit like that and then it is what you should watch at least one episode that shit like because there's a long time where i was atheist but then i'd always be like but that fucking show throws me off because she knows <laughs> way too much about like people she should not be known about yeah you know well, actually, Linda, the lady that read me my cards, is, like, a medium, too. Yeah. So, like, she can see that. For, like, example, like, my friend Blanca's, like, friend, like, went through something, and, like, he, for a while, had felt like he was being watched, or, like, he was just, someone was with him. And she was like, yeah, like, he passed through here where someone died, and they clung on to him. Really? Yeah. That's wild. And so, like, she was like, oh, like, you just have to do this and that. And, like, she'll work, like, through the phone and stuff. Like, for me, she charged me $100 for, she charged me $100 for a prayer, and then was like, okay, so I'll see you next time. But then, like, she, like, something happened, and she just had to go to, like, Tijuana again, so she just never saw me again. But, like, Damn. I was still yeah, charged those $100. I feel like it's whatever, I guess, but, like. You'll get, you'll get in touch with her again. Yeah. Well, Wait, but, like, so you said, like, your sister's doing that stuff? She does it for herself more than others right now, but she... She, like, likes looking into, like, that witchcraft type of stuff, you know? How do you, yes. like, learn that? Like, how do you get the skills to, like, know someone else's future? I have no idea. Well, it's all on, like, the card. Well, it's on the cards. What are the cards? It, it's kind of like... Like, that's randomized. Like, that's, that's like, it. I can do that, too. I can pull out some cards, like, huh? I, yeah, you're gonna die tomorrow. I hate you. 
I think I don't know. Like it's some the fact that she let you shuffle them or something like yeah. It's like you. I don't know. It's like not like random if you're doing it. I don't know something like that. It's like this. The cards I, I gotta have my sister you. on here. Yeah, I've asked you her. Should, yeah, um, you I've should. Yeah, you should. I've asked her a couple of times, but yeah, I move when I move into Boston, I'll be mad close to her, so I'll definitely do a podcast and ask her about. Uh, I don't even know how you say it. tarot cards. Tarot cards. Yeah, because yeah. we were talking about it today, and she's like, "Yeah, I could just like," she does some certain formation and like shuffles them up and does it randomly, and it tells her one thing of the past, one thing of the present, one thing of the future, mm-hmm. and she's like, and it's usually pretty consistent but at the same time those cards can be pretty vague so you can kind of yeah. like mm-hmm. put it into a lot of scenarios that's what i was gonna yeah. say it's very broad like yeah. they're, they're very broad like when i read like my astrological signs and stuff yeah. like i was like this could like i read someone else's like like an aries and i was like that could have applied to me you know yeah a hundred percent and yeah like um there's a bunch of decks like that are cards with like affirmations on them and a lot of people like pick one randomly every day and they're like well this applied exactly to my day but like you said, like it's broad and like mm-hmm. it's vague, so you can apply a lot of that stuff. But there is some stuff that could get like oddly specific, you know? No, yeah. I think depends. it's cool. I think it's cool. I just like, I'm too scared to like even put my fate, or not my fate, but like to have someone else tell me like, because like what if do? she's going to tell me something like, I don't want to hear? Because yeah. then I'm gonna, like, I pay 20 well, bucks exactly to have her tell what, me like, I'm going to. What I didn't want to hear is she was yeah. like, he makes you cry, like dump him. I was like, oh, I don't want to. Yeah, like, I mean, no. I guess. I'd rather just you? go out by my life. Did I? Yeah. Did it work out? What cut him cutting him off? Yeah. yeah. Did you get Did you go do what she said with the other person? Well, yeah, for a while, and then we just fell off. But like, it was like once I cut him off, like I just felt better. Like I just felt like that's good. Emotionally better. Like I wasn't as sad as I usually was, mm-hmm. and like I wasn't always like, "What is he doing?" You're like, "Why is he texting me?" Like I was just after that, I was like, "Whatever." She told me to try it with this person, so that's what I'm going to do. So, mm-hmm. I did, and it was good while it lasted. Do you guys believe in, like, chakras? In, like, your third eye? What, in what? Your, oh, your, your third, third eye. eye. What so is that? Blanca's Blanca's baby has her third eye, they say. Like, her daughter can see stuff. Like, all, yeah, kids can all... Kids look through their third eye because they haven't been tapped into mm-hmm. by, like, anything else. Like, your so your chakras are, like, your seven energy receptors and, like... Your energy emitters and receivers, and that you have your your root chakra, your sacral chakra, your solar plexus, your heart chakra, your throat chakra, your third eye, and your crown chakra, and that's like your higher self. So your root chakra is like your connectiveness with nature. Like this is how you like to stay at your roots. You need to like go outside, touch the earth, meditate outside, and like this is how you emit and receive energy through your root chakra and like your sacral chakras like your sexual energy your creativity your desires like once you can harness your sexual energy and transmutate it into like other things like your creativity and stuff like that and your self-expression that's what that is and you can receive energy and emit energy through here like you'll you'll be perceived as more of a creative person like you will see things in a more creative light like a big thing for me is like once I took control of that I enjoyed music a lot more I enjoyed drawing a lot more like I do things that I would have never thought of doing like making this podcast is also like an art form now you know mm-hmm. and like and, and then your solar plexus is like your your sense of confidence like this is like I am here like I am as important as everybody else like I am here for a reason and like this yeah basically it's just your confidence and stuff like that and like self-love and that's hard to find, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard it's to so really... so hard, especially to nowadays. have that, you know? And when you get that, then you can... Once you have 
that in yourself, you're able to work to your heart chakra, which is compassion for everybody else. Like that's just unconditional love for every other person just because they're a being. And that's, you need to have these three in check to be able to use your heart chakra. And your heart chakra is like, it's like your connection with God in a sense. Like your connection with, it's a Christ-like chakra they say because this is what keeps, this is what connects your top three chakras to your bottom three chakras. And what your throat chakra is, is your chakra for communication, which like as a human species has become very important because we all talk to each other. That's how we express our feelings and things like that and like what we want in life. And um, a big thing about your throat chakra though is listening because they say you can't, like a lot of people when you're talking to them, they they're having a conversation with you through thinking of responses but like a big thing in like chakra practice is you feel a response like you listen to someone's what they're saying in the moment of that and like you're okay with what's perceived as an awkward silence because you're gonna you're formulating a response that like has true feeling behind it and meaning and like mm-hmm. a big thing of that is like dropping the ego too and saying those saying the honest to god truth and like it's not like if it's the truth it shouldn't hurt someone's feelings you know what i'm saying because like it may hurt their feelings, but that's because they're insecure something, insecure about something themselves. You know, like if mm-hmm. you're telling someone what it is, the only way they'll ever get upset about something is if it's like something they're actually insecure with. And uh, then your third eye, this is like your awareness of everything. Like this is your ability to almost pick up like vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like when you enter a room and you get like good energy or bad energy, you can yeah. see a person, you're like, oh, they're weird. Like mm-hmm. they're creepy. <laughs> like they're doing some sus shit or just things like that. Or like, like you see like dogs, like they're, they could see through their third eye because they're super aware. Like my dog knew you guys were here before I even heard a car. And like, that's just because he was aware of another like being entering the realm of his home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then your crown is your higher self. This is like who you truly are, like your spirit. So like you're not your body and you're not your mind. Where a body, mind, spirit complex and like what your spirit is, is your higher self. Like that's, that's the voice in your head. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a, like if there's a, who's the voice in your head if you're listening to it? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I perceive my higher self as. And like when you see, like when you feel like, a lot of Christians and stuff feel like they're like guided by God and they have faith in God, but I have faith in my higher self. Like mm-hmm. I have faith that I'm watching myself, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what your chakras are basically. And like, that's a, that's my main belief right now. And I like, a it just ties in with everything. Cause you can, it works with Christianity. It works with Buddhism. It works with Hinduism, it works with Taoism, mm-hmm. like all these religions and like, that's what I've been getting into lately is literally all of them. Like, that's what this podcast is about, too, is, like, just diving into all beliefs, you know? Yeah. And it's it's so interesting because you talk to each religion, and for, like, me specifically, because I've talked to people of all religions, and when I talk to them, at the end of them, I'm like, so do you ever, like, are you compelled to look into any religions? And they're like, no, I found the truth. But it's like, yeah. how could you know? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I have all these beliefs, but every conversation I go in with someone, like, I have my mind in a place where it's could be changed you know what i'm saying yeah. like i could like if every time i pursue a conversation with a christian i could find my faith with god but i never do mm-hmm. and it just reinforces my beliefs i have in other religions and stuff you know yeah, yeah. and like that's what spirituality is to me I well it is that. interesting to see other people's religion like for example like my sister-in-law is like her dad was buddhist or like he was into buddhism but before he passed away obviously 
and like they have way different like cultural and like religious beliefs than we do so like Mm -hmm. when we pray and stuff she kind of just stands there and she's quiet and stuff because it's like not something she was growing up around yeah you know 100 percent. and if you look at all religions like at their core they're talking about the same thing like yeah. the people who correctly practice it not the ones who get cultish about it not the ones who yeah. use it to manipulate people like it's all treat everybody the same like take time to pray and what prayer is in my eyes is meditation mm-hmm. and like be thankful for everything like work together like we all rise as one and like yes there is a god but we can we are all connected to them you know like we mm-hmm. are all we all came from the same source yeah. and like that's what resonate resonates with me a lot is that that's at the core of all religions, you mm-hmm. know, and like that's what I love talking about now. Like that's what it's, that's what I mean when I talk about spirituality. It's just like outside of this planet, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys believe in like reincarnation? Uh, yeah. I uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I I was actually I believe in like the I don't know if you heard the egg, like the egg theory, that we're all like the same people. Like we're we are everybody. You have said yeah. that before. That's yeah. what I believe in that one. Yeah, like... I felt that. Like, I've literally yeah. felt that. And, like, you were saying, like, the third... I think I also feel that, too. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I can feel people's energy, like, oh, just from get, just, like, like... you don't need to be... Like, you don't need to know about it to... Everybody can feel it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just when you're in tune with yourself, that's when you can see through your third eye. But, um, what were you talking about with reincarnation in the egg? Oh, so, yeah, like, um... I just believe that, like... Because... I don't know. I grew up in church as well, so I I'm I grew up Christian, but like hearing um, like the egg theory. I don't know exactly. I can't explain it exactly because I'm probably gonna sound like crazy. But um, no, nah, nothing's crazy. <laughs> no, because like I can't explain it correctly. It has. It's like it's a long theory. It's like that when you like when you die, you become you reincarnate into someone else. Like, like I don't we even all, say this. We, we all bend each other. Yeah, yeah. Like so. Like that's why you should treat other people like with like you know treat others like how you would want to be treated because it's like that was you like that could have been you you know the golden rule yeah that could have been you it makes you feel better to help someone else because Mm -hmm. in the long run you kind of are helping yourself yeah yeah or help others my bad yeah and like there's a they said that there's like in the theory there's like a higher there's a higher like god or whatever that we all are yeah but it's it's like it's almost like an ant compared to humans like to an ant, like we're gods, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's definitely other things out there Wait, in this the universe. Egg concept of it? The egg concept is like, I don't know. It's just called the egg theory. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it, at the end, like we all come from an egg, I guess, and we're Some just like it's just energy. Like, yeah, it's just like yeah. energy that we're like. I believe that we all are the creator. Like we, yeah, are, we we all created a universe. There's one creator. They created the universe, and then they wanted to experience the human life. They wanted to, what the creator is and what we all are, we put ourselves in this universe to make a human experience and to learn new ways to live through pain and learn new ways to deal with challenges and stuff like that. And just literally, like, this whole thing is just a learning experience, you know? And, Mm -hmm. like, we are all the same person. We all created this universe equally, and, like, now we're just playing. Like, when people believe in the simulation like it kind of sounds like that in a way because like yeah. we created this world we created this universe and then we put ourselves into it to play the game you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and like that's what i think it is yeah and there was something about in that theory that's like eventually like eventually we'll all like no we're all like but once we like get back to the creator like okay so like every time you you die you basically like learn 
something like new from every experience so like every life you have you're learning something like new i guess and then eventually i think you'll become like you become like a god i guess or something like you'll be you become like somebody i believe in like the evolution of consciousness so like we go from there's seven densities of consciousness i'm not really sure what's past five i don't think anyone does but what we are in or four but right right now we're in third in like what first conscious what first density consciousness was the elements which is earth water fire and air and this is life because they create energy and they are energy and then the second is animals because they have survival skills and awareness of themselves and awareness of others little communication but they don't have the ability to ask larger questions like what is going on like what is yeah. the world like what are we doing going to the moon understand mm -hmm. and that's third density and that's what we are as humans and then what fourth density is is when you become like an angel almost like you like you can still interact with this mortal world but you you're not a part of it like you're a spirit above like you know when people say like oh that's my angel like sending me this message like i really believe in that like i believe in that when, like, so much my mom had a story so she does guided meditation and her guided meditation leader went to um on vacation and she said she, it was her old it was her old grandfather's house and she said she knew she was gonna get a message from her from him when um she went there and like when they were little he used to like turn off the lights and then like turn them on and jump out and scare him like as a joke and she's like so I knew something was gonna happen with the lights and there was a storm and then all the lights went off and like yeah that so that doesn't seem like an angel or anything but then the clock was flickering and what the clock was flickering was the exact time that her daughter was born and they both have that time tattooed on their arms you know what i'm saying yeah so like oh, wow. i believe what fourth density is is that ability to like have that control and like send those messages you know like mm -hmm. that's crazy and like there's a lot of there's a lot of messages and numbers and stuff like that like i really believe in spirit animals like there's i have an aunt who i um really so she passed away and she was super enlightened like when she passed away like not no one was sad but everybody was like she was needed somewhere else in the universe like that's how yeah. she was Damn. and um she told us she was going to be like the air. She was going to be in the wind. But anytime I think of her or need her or feel lost, like I see a hawk. Like every time, you oh, know. Wow. So I think that like she comes back as a hawk, you know what I'm saying? But like she's not every hawk, you know what I'm no, saying? No. Like mm -hmm. I also think that animals are kind of like, you ever play like FIFA or like 2K where you're playing as one character but the other ones are running? As yeah. CPUs and like you could switch you to that switch. one. I think it's almost like a sign. Like it's they're like sending you like a message. Of, yeah, yes. I see that a lot. Like I lost like pretty close people to me, and like recently my friend Yvette passed away. She was uh, twenty nine. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and yeah, and so like when I see butterflies, like I think of her, or like when I see the number like eight, I feel I think of her a lot, and like that's crazy because like, and it wasn't really until after I got like my tattoo of her that like I felt that way so like I do believe in that and, like where people we're like angels angels are all around us mm -hmm. like all around us so like when I like get sad or anything like yeah I think of like things that remind me of her in nature and stuff like that and I like feel totally fine do you guys believe in faith like everything yeah. happens for a reason yeah yeah definitely that's a big thing like about that's what I've realized with people like we're having a great conversation about this but if someone doesn't believe in that root thing that faith is, exists, like it's really hard to have a conversation yeah, about like, spirituality and religion with them. But you, and the big thing with faith is you just gotta find it yourself. Like yeah. when I found it and I felt so good and like was just so happy about everything, like 
I wanted to find it for everybody and was pushing it on people and it was not working out, you know, like mm-hmm. I was just getting frustrated and like Oscar said on one of our podcasts, like the job of a Christian is just to plant the seed of faith and like let people find it on their own. Mm-hmm. And I really resonate with that because it, it does like once you find it and find it on your own, it has so much more meaning, you know? Yeah. Instead of someone just shoving it down your throat and like telling you like you have to believe in this because of this and this and that, like the, but like, like I said, my mom's religion studies the Bible very closely, so, like, they'll be, like, for example, like, I've always, like, thought dyeing my hair was cool, and, like, I had a priest named, friend named Andrew, and he would always be, like, why do you always dye your hair? Like, your your hair's a veil to, like, a woman, and, like, he gave me this, like, Bible verse and was, like, this is why you shouldn't dye your hair, and it's, like, well, now I want to dye my hair green or something, like, why? Like, why are yeah. you telling me not to? Like, who literally are you? Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, like... You're not your body. You're not your mind. Like you don't have to get attached to it. Like get tattoos. If yeah, you exactly. Like, like there is like your body's a temple. You must protect it. And I'm yeah. like sick. Like that's when you get attached to your body. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. You can't. You know what I'm saying? Like it really isn't you. And like that's where you see a lot of crazy. Like I've been watching a lot of crazy people like David Goggins and Wim Hof. And these are people who like push the body to the limit. Mm-hmm. And like when they're in the most pain possible. Like Wim Hof's this guy who like set the record. He's like. 37 world records for just like doing things in ice like he climbed mount everest in shorts like he he swam under ice for 100 meters i think i've heard of this guy yeah he's wild like absolutely wild but he's always like i'm not my mind i'm not my body like if my mind tells my body to stop that's like i don't need to you know like Mm -hmm. obviously there's some things where you need to (laughs) like like, there's some things where your mind's like you can't do that and you actually can't but like what they're trying to say is like our body stops us from doing some crazy shit when we do have the power to, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, David Goggins has, he's a guy who went through Navy SEAL camp three times and, like, he broke both his ankles at one time and just taped them up in socks every day and just went out and said, like, I can't be stopped. Like, and he would mm-hmm. sing while they were doing the hardest shit, like, humans have to go through. And, like, he passed with flying colors every single time. I don't know, he didn't go to Navy SEAL camp three times. I think he went, no, he did go three times, but then he went to every other camp, like, for the um jesus christ what's it called when it's like an elite the elite force of one like navy seals it's like air force like so like all the military branches yeah but what's what's yeah but what's like the higher ups i forget what it's called like whatever it's like the navy the only ones i can think of the navy seals but like the air force have their own ones who like just like i want to say like they're like birds or something like hawks or something like and then the army has whatever. I'm definitely embarrassing my father right now because he knows about all this stuff. <laughs> um, just, he went through all those crazy camps and, like, he just has that mindset that he's not his mind and he's not his body. And, like, I just, I think that shit's so cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. what I've been trying to do is just keep pushing myself. And, like, I want to do that crazy shit too. Like, right now I'm not very flexible, but, like, I want to be able to do a split. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Like, just do some wild shit. <laughs> do Dude, Herbie, you know how to do a split. Get out of here. She's lying. I don't know how to do a split. I try. He tries. <laughs> Are you close? Yeah. No, not good. No. <laughs> Imagine I just get up and... <laughs> Dude, just show him a video. Oh, no. God, yeah. what the fuck? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> that's awesome. Yo, that's not funny. But yeah, like, that's so cool. Like, do a split, like... I no, it's split. literally. It's, I want to do a flip. I want to dunk a basketball. I want to just. You can't. Dunk is pretty hard. Yeah. I've been working on it, but like, just gotta like that's the shit that I like. That's what makes life fun is like those little grinds. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, Goals. 
Mm-hmm. It's that's, that's what's been up with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's lit. That's cool. Uh, this is awesome. Um, I don't know if you guys have been listening to the ends of them, but I have the guests pick the songs. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you pick a song. Me. Stay tuned next time for mine. You want to do one? <laughs> yeah, I'll do one. Yeah. Songs. Well, I'm gonna. I haven't planned up until I go to school, but when I get back, you'll definitely be on the list for when I come okay, back. But... I already have two people for when I come back, which is sick. That's so cool. Dude, that's insane. Oh, pick a song. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Elevate and Motivate by Trippy Red. Yeah. That's like so That song's fire. Yeah, it is. That's so sick. I love that song so much. Like, when I think, when I listen to that song, like, it just brings me back to, like, my scene, like, the summer of my senior year. And, like, just, like, that was when we both didn't know we were gonna do anything, really. And so, like, we would literally just hang out with each other, like, every day. Like, we didn't know what we were doing, but we would get in the car, have a coffee, and we would just drive. But it, it, that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean we didn't know what we were doing, like, going well, like, to school? Well, like, not obviously. Well, like, that was, like, the time where, like, we would drive to your school and, like, get your stuff done when you were gonna go to, like, Mass Bay and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, that time just reminds me of, like, low-key feeling lost, but, like, also being, like, okay, like, there's always light at the end of the tunnel-ish. There is. And it's not about a, like, it's not about a destination. Like, life is the journey. The journey. Yeah. That's what it's all about. And, like, living in that moment because... Like, a big thing for me is I was always like, what happens after all this, you know what I'm saying? But then yeah. when you just forget about it and live in the moment, like, everything's so much more enjoyable. Like, don't worry about the past. Don't think about the future, you know? And yeah. that's, like, exactly what I've learned through losing people that are, like, like pretty close to me is, like, now I'm, like, I can't plan ahead for the future because this person was literally perfectly fine. Like, for, like, my friend Yvette, like... When she passed away, like, I had literally seen her not even a week before she had passed away. Yeah. Like, she literally just died, like, one day out of another. And then from there, I was like, whoa. Like, I really... take that shit for granted. No, like, now I don't even like, like, planning ahead for the future. I like doing things, like, when I think of them. Because I'm like, I don't know if I'll, like, wake up tomorrow. I only plan my shit, like, you kind of have to plan a little shit Mm -hmm. ahead. But, like, I only, on my whiteboard, I only write the week in advance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. what quarant- like quarantining and like taking away little things has shown me is appreciating like the little things. Like I honestly could care less about missing graduation mm-hmm. and prom, but like there's like those last three months of just being a senior in that school, like that shit would have been. You know what I'm saying? Like just having that taken away yeah. makes you appreciate like little things, which is important. Yeah, I felt so bad for you guys. Like it's you- honestly we're in the best position. Like I'd yeah. rather be gone and moving to college than be like. I don't know, a kid going to school for the first time in elementary school and now having to wear a mask and a face mask and gloves yeah. and not be able to make friends, like, that shit sounds scary sure. to me, you know? Yeah. Or, like, a kid missing his whole Little League season or, I don't know, like, trying to find a job in this climate. Like, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm at the best spot almost, you know? Yeah. But uh, this is awesome, and I really enjoyed having you both on. Well, and thanks for having us. Of course, and we'll definitely have hurry on for his own next time. Yes, sir. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Peace out. Peace. Been applied, but ain't coming direct. Negativity is so hard that shit will blow out your chest. Criticism that left me starving, live my life at my best. And I never would tell a lie, pride inside of my quest.